0: The Israel report with Rolin Marks. Unbelievable, the death toll right now in both uh, Turkey and Syria, standing at over seventeen thousand. Israel in the forefront of rescue operations and rescue efforts at the moment uh, for an Operation Olive Branch update. Joining us online now is Rolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolin, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure to be chatting to you.
1: My pleasure. Just a short while ago, the Israeli military search and rescue teams operating in southeast Turkey managed to pull a seven-year-old little girl from a collapsed building. And apparently her, her uncle was so grateful, he gave one of the Home Front Command rescuers an old coin. As a, a token of gratitude, but Israel uh, has managed to rescue a total of 12 Turkish civilians. This is alive from the rubble now. Uh, Colonel uh, Golan Vak, briefing the media last night, said that the first 72 hours after the quake mm-hmm. has happened are absolutely crucial. It really, you know, every second counts. Yes. It's really, a matter of life and death. You know, 12 to might seem as a very low number but bearing in mind uh, the absolute devastation that rescue teams from around the world are having to deal with and the freezing cold weather as well and uh, he said Israel as of last night was the biggest delegation today we've been beaten by uh, Azerbaijan Azerbaijan, an absolutely sterling effort but uh, Israel has rescued the most civilians alive because of our ability to uh, deploy very, very quickly and work very, very quickly. Our field hospital is also up and running, uh, the only field hospital so far. Uh, again, it's uh, and An area of expertise where Israel leads because of our ability to deploy and and put them together in a very, very quick uh, space in time. Uh, Many of you will be familiar with the field hospital we had in Ukraine. We've had field hospitals in Haiti and wherever there has been a devastation at the request of those governments. Uh, Some sad news. Zakhar. Uh, Many of you are familiar with ZAKA, also the uh, recovery organization often where there are are tragedies involved and IDF Home Front Command managing to recover the bodies of the leader of the very, very small Jewish community at Antakiya and his wife. But uh, also news coming in from Khan, that's our, pr- our public broadcaster here in Israel, that uh, there are Syrians now appealing to Israel for help. I'm going to read to you from the broadcast earlier today. They're saying that some citizens held in rebel-held parts of Syria uh, ha- are asking for help from Israel due a- to a lack of other assistance. This is according to Khan Public Broadcaster. A volunteer with the White Helmet, which is the first responders' network, uh, speaking to Khan, says that all the international aid is being sent to the Assad regime, which is not passing it on. And Hazem wow. Mohammed who is a Syrian who is quoted as saying the world has abandoned us we ask the Israeli people for help now you know that uh, if we had the the go ahead Israeli rescuers would be in there in a heartbeat we are all uh, familiar with Israel's Operation Good Neighbour which we um, which we did at the peak of the civil war bringing uh, Syrians uh, injured in need of medical assistance uh, with the aid of the IDF into um uh, Israel for medical treatment.
0: You know, you just wish that, that people could just put differences aside and what have you. For now, I mean that that's ridiculous to to not allow aid in and what have you. But okay, these are efforts that just have to be endured, and you know, one one's just got to tolerate this and uh, hope that hope for the best that you know people will see reason and get supplies and uh, aid in as soon as possible. It's not serving any purpose holding these political views and and what have you. But uh, Raleen, there's something before I forget uh, something. I I wanted to run past you yesterday. Now, you did give details earlier on about 15 cargo planes and 250 personnel. Now, as the dust settles, uh, do you think there's going to be a need for more, for more help, more equipment, uh, more personnel, uh, Yeah, more, more medical aid uh, as we go
1: that's a great question. Uh, apparently, the Turkish ministry that you know handles these kinds of disasters is not well equipped mm-hmm. at all. This is as per the media. Uh, and, you know, this is an area where Israel has had experience around the world, which is why the United Nations dubbed us the world leader in search and rescue. And I think that there probably will be uh, more medical aid needed. Sure on the ground. Uh, I think the time now is crucial. I just want to also address the issue that you just mentioned, that countries should put aside uh, conflict. Israel often goes to the aid of countries where we have no formal diplomatic relations. Mm, and, you know, we, the, it doesn't matter if there, there are no bilateral ties. What matters is that we need to get in and we need to save lives as quickly and as expediently and efficiently as possible. Also, the Israeli... Homefront Command search and rescue team that went to Surfside, Miami, in the history of the United States, that is the only external or international search and rescue team that has ever been allowed into the United States. Uh, they are quite proud of their record to um, uh, to conduct their own search and rescue. They sure. landed in Turkey yesterday but uh some incredible stats coming in from Turkey uh, with regards to the size of these rescue missions Azerbaijan at 725 simply extraordinary and Israel the second highest at 450 rescue personnel just really extraordinary efforts uh, 159 from the US uh, we even have Uh, some from uh, the the Palestinians we have 35 from the Palestinians uh, and we have 69 from South Africa
0: Well, well, okay, all we can do is just wish everybody the best in their endeavors and efforts as they go about uh, on their uh, rescue missions. Uh, Ronnie, just a few things we've just got to get through uh, right now. So Israel's uh, foreign minister speaks to Romanian and Bulgarian counterparts to get the Iranian Republican guards uh, designated as terror organizations. Tell us about this. Take us through this.
1: Well, apparently these conversations were uh, confirmed by Eli Cohen. He's our foreign minister as excellent. Mm-hmm. So uh, Israel has great bilateral ties and a strong alliance with the Baltic countries, which includes Bulgaria and it includes Romania. And he spoke to his counterparts yesterday to to have Iran, uh, who they, uh, we believe that we share a common enemy in Iran, designated as uh, an international terrorist organization. Now, uh, many countries have designated Hezbollah which is uh, an Iranian-sponsored proxy as a terror organization. Mm-hmm. They are prescribed in countries like Australia, the United Kingdom, uh, and various others. And now uh, the onus is being put to European countries to do the same for the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. And... Um, Also included in the conversations was to significantly increase cooperation in the the fields of tourism and uh, also in cooperation working against the Iranian threat. As many of you will be familiar, Israel over the last couple of years, as the threat has become more and more apparent, Israel has gone on more and more of an offensive uh, against the ever-encroaching Iranian problem. Benjamin Netanyahu, our prime minister, was in France last week. Uh, he came home saying that France's position is a lot more closer to Israel, and now it's the turn of the Baltic countries. Sure. We're appealing to, to them, to... Uh, to strengthen their alliances with Israel against Iran.
0: Okay, good news there. Rolling very quickly now. uh, 56 top international economists warn against the judicial overall and more. Tell us more about this.
1: Yes, about 56 economists from U.S. universities, including 11 Nobel Prize winners, have issued an open letter to Prime Minister Netanyahu saying a strong and independent judiciary is a critical part of a system of checks and balances. Undermining it would be detrimental not only to democracy, but also to economic prosperity and growth. Now, we've had another protest earlier today blocking traffic, uh members of the high-tech community. We've got IDF veterans marching eight kilometers a day to wow. Jerusalem. And Irwin uh, Kotler, he's the former Canadian Minister of Justice, a great friend to Israel. Uh, he has an interview in the Times of Israel today also warning about the uh, the problems that overhauling the judiciary could cause Israeli democracy.
0: Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for that uh, brief outline about what's happening with the judiciary. I'm sure a lot more is going to transpire between now and, uh, well, Monday, yes. We, we don't uh, chat to each other on Friday, so yes, let's see what transpires with everything we have discussed so far. Rolene, thank you so much again for joining us and for all your updates. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us an update on uh, rescue efforts in Turkey at the moment, what's happening with foreign relations with the Holy Land, and of course the economist warning about this judicial overall, which the new government is uh, intending to do.